Welcome to the Bob Siegel Show podcast on the Cross Global Media Radio Network. Visit cgmradio.com slash bob to subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform. And this is Bob Siegel, joined again by Jim Barrier. And, and Brent and I agree us, we do not like the L.A. Dodgers. I never have, because growing up in San Diego, you just learned to dislike the L.A. Dodgers. But I don't know if you knew this, but they have changed their moniker. They will now be the LBGTQ Dodgers. I didn't know if you were aware of that. <laughs> now, you had to have been making that one up. Although, yeah, well, I, uh, these days, these days the that wouldn't have surprised me. I had to ask. Yeah. I wasn't sure, because nothing would surprise me today. Yeah, that's true. Nothing surprises me. Here's what the real story is. The Dodgers this year will give its Community Hero Award to the Los Angeles chapter of the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence during Pride Night at Dodger Stadium. Now, perpetual Uh, indulgence of what exactly? The Sisters, also called the Order of Perpetual Indulgence, is a group of gay and trans nuns known for blasphemous acts mocking Catholicism. I've seen So some, they're indulging in their disobedience of Catholicism then? Is it along well, those it, lines? It's worse than that. It's, it's vile acts. There's one, there's a video of two guys scantily clad on a cross, kind of climbing all over each other and, and doing these suggestive dances and stuff. It's vile. Now, when you say nuns, do you mean former nuns, or would they still consider themselves no. to be nuns? No, they're not real nuns, but that's what they call themselves. So what's happening, the Dodgers are taking a whole night and making these people the centerpiece of the evening. And so there's an organization called Catholic Vote, and they have already raised a million dollars to launch a campaign to boycott the Dodgers. I expect that the Dodgers will suffer a loss in attendance, especially on that night, and hopefully a loss in finances. It's the go-woke Go broke principle, and that's what we want to spend some time tonight talking about. Well, you know, boycotting has never in the past, I should say, been my favorite way of expressing myself. And of course, I have the opportunity to have a radio show and a column, so I have other ways of expressing myself. But as freedom of speech diminishes, I must say, I'm more and more thinking that the dollar sign is the only way we're going to get the attention of these companies like Anheuser-Busch and Target and the like. Oh, exactly. And that's the whole point. You know, you think they need to start learning a lesson. Bud Light. Bud Light sales have recorded six consecutive weeks of decline. Yeah, it changes the meaning of the name Bud Light. It's light in the sales now. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's severe. I think it was over 25% less sales the last time I checked. It's probably gone up. It's dropped 25%. They've lost almost $16 billion stock price for the parent company, Anheuser-Busch, which markets several different beers. But Anheuser-Busch has dropped 11% in stock prices. And, and this one, this is bizarre. The Wall Street Journal has reported that Bud Light has told wholesalers that the company will buy back expired beer. Oh, I heard that. I wonder how many of them think all this virtue signaling and patting themselves on the back for being so woke was a good idea now. I suppose, but I mean, they're going to lose more money if they have to buy back beer that they sold that they can't do anything with but pour out. So that's been one of the high profile. Talk about a business uh, and corporation not knowing their consumers. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, really. 
I think uh, even I somebody said, that's not into beer, they could have called that one. It seems like they should have. But what you have is this classic case where you have the term the tail wagging the dog. And influential people infiltrate these places and they persuade them to make these decisions. Well, they persuade them by one. threatening to call them names, call them homophobic, transphobic, you name it. Right. Well, here's another biggie. Target. Yeah, this right? one is just an outrage. This one at Target just gives me the creeps. Target has lost $9 billion because of its rollout of the Pride Collection for children. And I've seen commercials and stuff, and it's, it's not cute. They're pushing an agenda. They've also faced backlash for partnering with a British clothing brand. It's called Aprilon. And their designs include a T-shirt that reads, Satan respects pronouns. <laughs> I'll just okay. bet he does. I'll bet Satan yeah. loves a lot of what's what going on. Target, well, they don't anymore. They were carrying a sweatshirt made by this company with a snake on the front. And it says, cure transphobia, not trans people. I, you know, that's just blatant. And so it's almost like we're just living in an alternate reality. It's like we're living in a nightmare. It is. It's like a twilight zone thing. So this designer said, it's not inspired by a literal belief in Satan, but rather, listen to this carefully, rather uses Satan as a symbol of passion, pride, and liberty. Yeah, I know that's how most Well, you got to see the irony because he's on to something far more than he knows. He probably doesn't believe there really is a Satan, but there is a Satan, and the real Satan just loves what he's doing. Oh, I'm sure he's laughing if Satan laughs. I don't know. I'll bet he laughs at people like that. Satan knows that old coinage. There's a sucker born every minute. It's that line from the song. Remember we talked about American Pie? I saw Satan laughing with the light. I think he's probably quite pleased. It's just crazy stuff that's going on here with these companies. So Target announced Wednesday, last Wednesday, that it was withdrawing some items over threats that were impacting our team members' sense of safety and well-being. Oh, I'll bet they're going to get far more threats for removing the stuff than they ever got for putting it up. And I don't think there should be threats from either side, but I'll bet you they're going to get far more threats from the left. You just watch. Well, oh, they will. But it's their concern for their team members' safety, not the $9 billion that they've lost. Oh, no, I'm sure that had nothing to do with it. When are these companies going to wake up? Well, they... When are you going to wake up? The left knows how to fix elections. The high majority of the people in this country are tired of, and this is but one of many, many things they're tired of, but we don't have much of a voice at the polls anymore, so I guess the voice of the store and the pocketbook is all that's left. At the moment, at least. the pocketbook. So here we are, talking about go woke, go broke. Now, when I was just a little guy in the 1950s, yes, I'm that old, my grandparents took me to Disneyland, and my life was never the same. And I would sit on the floor in front of the TV with my little mouse ears on and watch the Mickey Mouse Club. And I grew up on Disney. I watched all of their feature films, and I went to the amusement park, and I watched Walt Disney's Wonderful World of Color. In fact, I used to have, when I still lived out there in San Diego, every year I had the annual Jim Barrier birthday bash at Disneyland. And I, am a, I just grew up, and I'm a big, big fan 
of the mouse. And I must say, ditto for me. I love Disneyland. Yeah. It's in my bloodstream. However, Disney may be the biggest go-woke, go-broke example that there is. They've had problems for quite some time, but it's really hitting epic proportions. In November of last year, they premiered a movie called Strange World, which bombed, completely bombed. And the storyline had a young teenage boy who falls in love with another boy, and his father's very supportive. The film lost $152 million. And then the release of Lightyear. Yeah, and in Lightyear, they tried to just weave it in a little more subtly. And subtle had been their way of doing it in the past, but they are trying to get more in your face about it now. Yeah. Well, that film only lost $106 million. Oh, well. And that movie was banned in 14 other countries just because of that one scene of two characters sharing a same-sex kiss. So Disney, they're losing money. They don't care. They just keep barging through with the whole agenda. Well, there's tension between the board of directors and the creative team because the creative team, my understanding is they don't care about the money. It is the virtue signaling that they want to do. They're happy with themselves. They're proud of themselves. They think they're making history. They think they're back in the 60s fighting for civil rights. That's not really what's going on, but they think it is. They tell themselves it is. They think it is. The problem is the company's money. They had to cut 7,000 jobs just to offset losses. So here's another company that really cares about their employees, huh? Maybe not. Their streaming business, Disney Plus, has lost 4 million subscriptions because of their woke content. It's lost $659 million just this year, and it has lost a billion dollars in each of the past two quarters. And it's gone beyond Disney because Disney now owns Star Wars. Disney now owns the Muppets. Disney now owns Marvel. So you're not going to just see this and stuff with the name Disney on it. You're going to see it everywhere. Yeah, but I'm saying they're losing money on their movies. They're losing subscriptions to their streaming networks. And they're losing billions of dollars. And sooner or later, yeah, there is going to be a turmoil. They're going to say enough's enough. We're losing money, guys, and you're all going to lose your jobs. We can't keep pushing this. Sooner or later, somebody's going to say, hey, it's called show business. Without the business, there's no show. (laughs) That's a good point. Now, (laughs) Disney has also been in a feud for about a year with Governor Ron DeSantis over Florida's so-called don't say gay law. Which the law never actually said anyway. No, it didn't say that, but it barred schools from discussing gender and sexual orientations with students through the third grade. Oh, just imagine not wanting to expose kids to that. What could they have been thinking? Well, they've been fighting. They've been suing each other. And DeSantis, you know, I like DeSantis. There's a lot of things I like about him. So he then signed legislation stripping the company of its special governing and tax jurisdiction. They kind of got special favors because they brought so much money into the state with the Walt Disney World down in Florida. But because the district has a billion dollars in bond debt that would be passed on to taxpayers, they had to have a special legislative session just February. And they allowed Disney to keep their special tax district status, but exempted them from choosing who can sit on the board, which will take some time, but it'll shake things up. And so legislators, (laughs) they gave the governor, Ron DeSantis, power to handpick members for the board 
that oversees Disney World's government services. Wow. <laughs> this battle is far from over, kids. But at least I'm just there's glad there's people out there with the courage to fight. Did mm-hmm. you hear the Dodgers' response to the Pride Night that they decided to reinstate? No, what did they say? They said today that they are going to initiate a Christian night as well on July 30th. The Dodgers did not announce this, however. It was their pitcher, Clayton Kershaw, who had to announce it to the public instead of anyone in the team office themselves. So I think it's a, I think it's a little too little too late, in my opinion. When well, and as a too. Christian, I don't need them to have a Christian night. Why don't they just play ball? Yeah. I know. I, exactly. I agree. Exactly. Thank you. Yeah. The Bob Siegel Show podcast is a production of Bob Siegel and Cross Global Media. Visit us online and subscribe to the show at cgmradio.com slash bob. <laughs>